chance to apply to be in the leadership development program in which Compassion helps the kids go to college. So that we were able to meet several of the kids in the different programs while I was there. And another program they have is the, the first one when the child is zero to three. It's called the Child Survival Program. And with, when we think of raising kids, um, you know, my mom and my dad were very affectionate and loving, and they knew how to take care of me. But a lot of these people that have the new babies, they're young moms, and the dad leaves them. And so these, these moms, they don't know how to, how to give affection or, take, or watch for signs when their kid is sick because they didn't get that themselves. So that's with this child development program or the survival program, a little bit of what they do. They go in and they show the moms how to take care of the kids, how to watch for signs and show affection to that child. And so those are just several of the programs that Compassion has through that. And um, actually, like I said, I've sponsored a little boy that I went to meet. I started sponsoring when he was 10, and he will be 15 on the 14th of November. And so, and while I was in El Salvador, actually, God laid on my heart to start sponsoring another child. And her name is Jenny, and she is 10 as well, or 10 and so I'm now able to sponsor two, which I praise the Lord for that. Because when I started sponsoring Hiro, I was in college, and I just I really wanted to do it. And I knew God had put it on my heart several times. And so I was just like, okay, God, well, you'll give me the money to do this each month. And so five years later, I'm still able to do it, and I praise God for that. So I actually wanted to share one of my letters. It's one of my most recent ones from Hiro. And what is great about these kids is in every letter, they always ask for you to pray for something for them. But they also say, I'm praying for you. Can I pray for anything for you? And they, they really do care because, you know, you don't really know it when, you're, when you first start sponsoring. You're like, is my money going where it says? And do these kids really care? And I can tell you from experience with this trip that it goes where it says. And these kids really do care. They, they keep your letters and your pictures with them. They keep them together. They show you when you come to visit them. Look what my sponsor sent me. or Look what my sponsor wrote me. And sometimes it does break my heart because I did meet a little boy in one of our home visits, and he told, told me that he gets letters sometimes from his sponsor, but not very often. And that just broke my heart because these kids look forward to this. That's, they go to the project so that they can learn about Jesus, and they think, did my sponsor write me today? So, you know, if you do sponsor a child, I do encourage you, write them. Even if it's once a month, you can get online and write them a little note just to let them know you're thinking of them. So I was actually going to read you one of the most recent ones because when I first started getting them, they were a little bit more, um, I guess, basic because some of these kids don't start school right away. So they're just learning at t- 9 and 10 years old how to write. So this is one a letter. I got it back. He wrote it in May, but I didn't get it for a couple of months because it does take a few months to go through the translation. So this is what he told me. Hi, dear sister, Destiny Tesnier. I'm so happy to write to you again. I'm so happy to know that you are fine and that God has watched over you during all this time. Thank you for the letter that you sent me. I also thank you for your support and your prayers. Which is your favorite sport? My favorite game is football. Which is your favorite animal? Mine is a dog. My favorite color is orange. My favorite meal is popas. And then he went on to explain to me what that was. 
He said it was a typical dish in my country. My favorite Bible verses are Proverbs 31 in the Old Testament and Philippians 4.13. I'm learning how to work with filigree. I had to kind of figure out what that was. I want you to pray, pray for my family because they are moving away from Christ. This means that I must pray to God hard for this. Thank you for sponsoring me and for praying for my family and me. I will pray for you without cease, and I'll ask God to bless you and protect you in a great way. Remember that God loves you very, very much. So that's just one example, and I actually have all of his letters that he had sent me. So that's just a little bit about the Compassion Program, and now I wanted to tell you a little bit about my, more about my trip, and I had a, a PowerPoint with some pictures, so we'll see if that's going to work. PowerPoint's my enemy, so we'll see if this works. So this is El Salvador. This is just some of the outside area, and you can see the compassion. That is their, uh, their country office where they, where they receive all the letters and and get the translators to translate them and where just everything happens. And we were able to go in there. So I think it's the next slide. Well, this is, this is actually some of our team, um, the translators. And uh, so we had about five or six translators that were with us every day so that we could communicate. So this is just some of our staff. So I think maybe it might be the next one. Here it is. This is the country office. As you can see, the two top pictures are uh, letter, piles of letters, which is what they go through every day, and they have to process them and read them to make sure everything is appropriate in the letter because they say just stick with the basic stuff because, you know, they don't try to talk about uh, material things because they do not have a lot, and we are certainly blessed here. And the kids in the center are... Um, Several that are still in the program, and they're getting close to trying to go to college, so they're all going to try to get into the LDP program, but they just shared a little bit about their testimony. They told us what Compassion was doing, because a lot of these kids, what happens to them is they get involved with the gangs, and it's hard to get them back out. And these poor children, they don't know the love of Jesus, and so that's what Compassion tries to do is show them the love of Christ. This is some more staff at the country office. The girls in the green are usually the translators, the phone operators. They do a lot of the processing with the, with the letters and the money. And then um, the one in the red, I do believe, was a pastor. And that's just some more staff. And the one with the shoe is they partner with a company that makes shoes for the children. So at Christmas time, a lot of times they'll go in and all the kids will get new shoes. And so... That's, you can't really see it, but the three trees are the three programs I just told you about, and the water is showing the, the sponsors and what everyone does, and so it feeds into those programs to help the children thrive. So, This is the Child Development Sponsorship Program. This is one of the projects we went to. And when we got there, um, all the children were up, and they were, they were you know yelling and cheering, and they were just so excited to see us and they had prepared a program for us which you can see in the bottom right the little girls in their dresses they had prepared songs and dances for us when we got there and so 
I didn't realize my pictures were so dark. The one in the bottom is two of the sponsors that went with us on our tour, and they also started sponsoring another child, and they both have them with them right there. And then the upper one is the staff at Compassion. And a lot of these ladies have been working at the project since, since the project opened. And so you can just tell the love, the love these ladies have for these kids and the love for Jesus that they have because they have been doing it for, this project's been open nearly 15 years. And it's one of their longest, the longest open projects. And so some of them have been there the entire time. And so... This was our home visit for the Child Development Sponsorship Program. And I tried to get you some, some pictures to show you the, the poverty, but because of the area I was in, um, they suggested I put my camera up because of the violence and the area we were in. So this is just a little bit. One on the bottom right is near where we went to the home visit. There was one team that went into that door right there, and we actually had to hike down a mountainside to get to where our home visit was. So if you want to go into the next one. This is um, at the project as well. This is their school area. You can see some of the classrooms and the kids. The one in the bottom left is their sewing class. Each of the kids, um, they have sewing and cooking. And what they teach these kids, not only what their studies is, basic stuff, cooking and cleaning, so that, cooking, cleaning, sewing, so that these kids, when they do get out, have practical skills that will help them get a job. And so that's what that one is down there. And this is just the, the cooking class is the upper right, and the little boy in the bottom is Jason. He's actually the little boy who I went to the home visit for, and he told me that he gets letters sometimes. And so that just really broke my heart because he was such a sweet and loving boy, and he just wanted to learn all he could, and his love for Jesus was just amazing. This is the uh, leadership development program. Um, the, so that you can see the three girls up at the top. Those are three girls that were in it currently. They're all in their third and fourth years at the university, and they're getting close to graduating. And the girl in the pink on the far right was the, her name is Alejandra. She's actually the girl we went to the home visit, and you can see two of her pictures of some of her home. That's basically what the homes were, uh, wood, dirt, steel, and they all lived in one room, and different ones were separated by um, sheets or boards. So it was a dirt floor, and they all lived in one room. And the, little, the girl, Alejandra, that she still lives at home, and she gets up early in the morning to take a bus, or to walk to where a public transportation bus is to take her to the university to study. And then she'll be there all day in her classes and still studying. She says she'll get home, you know, 9 and 10 and 11 o'clock at night and then start over the next day. So this was uh, what they called the VBS day in which we were able to interact with the kids a little more. And we had crafts, and there was about uh, 200 kids there. So it was it was quite a quite a task, but it was it was quite a task because we couldn't all communicate together unless we had a translator. But you know these kids they didn't care they just they wanted to be near you they wanted to hold your hand they wanted to sit by you. So they didn't care that the communication wasn't there. They knew that you were there to see them and to help them. 
and that's all that mattered. They knew you lo- they they knew that you loved them and wanted to care for them. This was after the VBS. We uh, we were with the staff and we were praying for each other. So it was just a really blessed time because we were able to, all the ladies in the pink were the workers of the project. We were able to pray for them and talk with them and just hear some of their hopes and dreams for the kids. This was on Sunday, and the little girl on the right is Jenny. She is the little girl I started sponsoring while there. And so this was her church, and the ladies in the pink were the, uh, the moms of the child survival program kids. And they actually prepared a presentation for us, and they sang for us. And it was just an amazing, amazing thing to see the love they had for, for you and for the kids and for Jesus. So this is, that's Jenny's grandma. And Jenny, um, Jenny's one of the kids. A lot of these kids have one parent, maybe two if they're lucky. In Jenny's case, she lives with her grandma. And she says her mom comes to visit her sometimes. And so that really broke my heart because... I'm a family person, and my mom's always there when I need her. So just to think that sometimes when it's convenient for the mom, she comes to see her. And that just, that just broke my heart. But I was glad for the grandma because the grandma, you could tell, loved her and wanted the best for her. And this is the child survival program, that was zero to three. That little girl, her name is Genesis. And they just come in a couple times a month. And they work with the kids on the basic skills, uh, fine motor, the basic colors, numbers. And they work with the kids, but they also work with the moms to show them how to watch for signs and take care of the kids better. And so this was one of our home visits, and she was showing us what they usually do. And some of these staff that come to these child survival programs, they'll go to 40 and 50 homes a month. And they will hike sometimes for 30 minutes to an hour to get to certain homes. So it was just really amazing to see this, what the staff does. All right, this is actually Hiro. The first picture is when I first started sponsoring when he was 10. And the second one was when he was 12. And so I just wanted to show you, show you his first pictures when I started sponsoring him. And so this is our, some of our day together. So that's him now. When I first met him, I was, in my mind, I was expecting to see this 10-year-old little boy, but I knew that, in the other part of my mind, I knew that this little boy, this boy was 15 nearly, so when I met him, he was as tall as me, and so this is just some of our our day together, and um, the one on the right is his mom, and so I was able to bring gifts for both of them, and you can see he has a Texas Rangers shirt on. I actually brought that to him because it says their favorite sports were football or soccer and baseball. And so they said, they said with some suggestions, take them some from your team. So, I mean, I didn't know Texas doesn't have a soccer team. At least I don't think they do. <laughs> so I took him the more, the more known one, which was the Texas Rangers. And when he opened that, you could just see the happiness in his face. He just lit up, and right away he put it on. Was so excited to have that, and I was able to give his mom some some gifts as well. And the bottom right is actually the soccer. We had a soccer tournament, and uh, my team won. You can see my team right there. I just sat and guarded the goal the whole time. Didn't do a thing. So, and these are some more gifts that 
uh, I gave him. And then the bottom left was a gift, some gifts he had brought me. One is a plaque that says El Salvador, and the other one that was something he had made for me. And so they were really uh, beautiful, beautiful and special gifts to me. But as I was able to give him several things that he needed, school supplies, some clothes, and candy, of course. And so this was uh, the end of the day when we had prayer and had to say goodbye. And the one in the bottom right is our entire group with all, the, all their sponsored kids. So this was, this was probably the hardest part of my trip because one day is not long enough. When you, you've known this kid so long, you want to be able to spend more time with him. So one day was definitely not long enough. Oh, that was it? Okay. So that was pretty much, pretty much my day or my thing. Um, some of the other hard things was going into the home visits because of the poverty. I realized how blessed I truly am. And sometimes I take that for granted. But we are blessed. And, you know, these kids, they see that what they have, but what they have, they're, they're, they think they're blessed. They're happy with what they have, that they have a, a home to go to, food to eat. And just one more thing is your sponsorship because, you know, these kids, like I said, they, it's everything to them because they keep everything you send them. And so, and they pray for you. I mean, you never think that they do, but, you know, Hiro brought up a few things in letters that I'd sent him years ago. At, you know, saying I've been praying for those and asked how they were. Because I remember at one point when I was in school, I was getting very stressed and tired, and I said, I don't know if I can do this, and I need you to pray for me during school because I'm, I'm tired of it, and I don't want to be here anymore. And, you know, he asked me, did you graduate? <laughs> and I said yes. So, and that I had, a, I had a job, and that the Lord had blessed me, and I did make it through. And so it was just actually a very special, special time. And so I actually have a little video of when we met. It's kind of in pieces because they kept, person recording it kept turning it on and off, but I pieced it together for you. So if that'll play, you can kind of see. <laughs> it's not one to play. Well, that's just, I wanted to be able to show you that because it was a, a special moment for me. Um, I did uh, bring child packets with me if God lays it on your heart to sponsor kid, a kid. I have some with me, and I'll be able to answer any more questions that you have, if you have any more. So after church, if you want to find me, I will be here for a bit, and I will help you be able to sponsor a kid if you want to. So that video was something else I had. I don't. I don't really have anything else, and the video won't play, so. Hmm? Yeah, I'll be, at, I'll be at the table. So if you want to ask any more questions about it or see some of the child packets, um, some of them on there, they say priority because these kids have been waiting 9, 10, 11 a year since they got into the program for a sponsor, so. I'll be able to show you some of those, but if the Lord lays it on your heart to sponsor a kid, then come see me. So, thank you. You did good.
Eric, where you at? Oh, there you are. I think he's here somewhere. Usually in the back. <laughs> 